0: This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. This week's classier-than-usual Blank Slate is brought to you per usual by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for your free 30-day free trial and free audiobook download available for your mobile device or MP3 player. We start the conversation with Downton Abbey. As such, there are many Downton Abbey-related books you can audioly download from audibletrial.com slash blankslate, such as The World of Downton Abbey by Jessica Fellows or Lady Catherine the Earl and the Real Downton Abbey by the Countess of Carnarvon. The conversation then moves to the American version above House of Cards, starring Kevin Spacey, As far as House of Cards go, well, the Danish version of the Michael Dobbs penned book is available. So if you're Danish, enjoy that. We then move on to a brief conversation about Parks and Recreation, which at the beginning of the sixth season does do a stint in jolly old England. The audiobook, Yes Please, by Amy Poehler, star of Parks and Recreation, is apparently a groundbreaking and amazing audiobook. Go to audiblechild.com slash blank slate for your choice of over 150,000 titles to choose from, such as the ones I mentioned and many more. Audiblechild.com slash And now, a brief spoilers disclaimer by me. Not in this accent hey guys as you can imagine this episode of the blank slate is wrought with spoilers so if you want to avoid any we finish up talking about downton abbey around the 37 minute mark and start talking about house of cards season three and we finish talking about that start talking about the final season of parks and rec at about 56 30 so hopefully that helps and i hope you guys certainly enjoy the show Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for push and play. I am one of your regular hosts, Rich Camalucci. Uh, Chris Mullet will not be here today because we are talking about shows that I'll, I'm willing to bet uh, do not interest him. Uh, one, for certain, in the least. Uh, instead, I am joined today by my good friend in Miami, Florida. I've uh, known each other for quite a while, uh, and we've... Uh, sh- she actually introduced me to uh one of these shows. Sarah Solano, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm good. Ola from the 305.
0: Thanks, Pitbull S.
1: Pitbull. S.
0: This past Sunday was the US season finale of Downton Abbey. Well, the by season finale I mean the Christmas special. Uh and you and I may have air quotes, taken a trip to England to watch this show before it ended.
1: Yeah. We sort of hopped the pond and just kind of watched the whole thing yeah. before it aired
0: here. This is the fifth season of Downton Abbey. Uh, and I'm going to just ask you right out of the gate. Cause again, you're the one that turned me on to this show, a show that I uh, otherwise would not have even been on my radar. Right. Uh, so thank you for that because it's, it's uh, despite it's, it's content. And mm-hmm. the book cover, uh, you helped me not judge it. And then I enjoyed it. There you go. Um, and Robert and I have even talked several times about eh, don't fucking hate on Downton just because it's like British and and, and like, you know, uh, of a of a t- of a certain time. It's dope. So I'm just going to ask you straight out. Has Downton Abbey jumped the shark either before this season or during the season? in your opinion. So
1: one of the interesting things about Downton Abbey is that nothing on the show ever really happened in the first place. So for Downton Abbey to jump the shark, it's kind of to just acknowledge that we're kind of sick of watching nothing.
0: Um, We're kind of like just, all right, over salaciousness.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's just like you kind of just lost interest in the characters as written. And I think they sort of acknowledged that it was getting to that point because next season, season six, is going to be the last one. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, like, as a show, they have, like, a pretty good gauge on its expiration date. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bought into this season as much as you could. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it had interesting aspects to it but i mean i think the um that philanthropy thing that they did the uh like text santa i mean i think like they're, they're very well aware that how many times can there be just like a lord grantham disaster
0: fall- very yeah very self-deprecating <laughs> if you haven't seen yeah. it it's on youtube it was for a uh a text a charity was it called Text santa yeah and uh they did basically this bit it was fucking hilarious uh, it had jeremy piven in it as uh mr Qu- whatever his show is yeah which i i don't know i i knew about it but i guess like after it being associated with Downson's, i was like well i guess I, I should watch this jeremy piven period piece show and then which... just like george clooney and then george clooney was, in it. I was as like well... lord
1: hollywood
0: <laughs> it's very funny if you haven't seen it um
1: incredibly meta
0: very very meta uh, but yeah, so, uh, okay. Yeah. I think that was a good, when you start, uh, winking and nodding to the camera, I think that's a good sign that like you've realized, all right, this has sort of become a thing all on its own. And yeah. I think what happened is this season, I don't know, this season <laughs> just was sort of a play on itself almost.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just sort of, like, really hammered all of the plot points that could be going on and just ran with them. So, I mean, like, Bates is still in legal trouble all the time. But but instead of Bates getting arrested, let's just throw Anna in cuffs because we haven't done that yet.
0: So it's just like, uh, 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 well, we're going to do the same element but just shift it to the left.
1: Yeah, like, Edith is still, like, completely hapless.
0: Yeah, lateral moves all around.
1: Yeah, and I mean it kind of went back to like Mary bullying Edith again, which kind of got shoved under the rug a little bit as Edith got like sadder and sadder. There's really only so much Mary could say yeah. without coming off like a
0: sociopath. That was kind <laughs> of an interesting part, I think, because Mary essentially is exuding very in that instance, yeah, kind of just bullying and 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 villainous to a certain point. Of just like, whoa, take Whoa, come yeah. on.
1: Yeah. And like once they introduced Matthew, it kind of softened her up a little bit. And then they gave her like 20 other love interests, kind of softened her up, if only because she was distracted. And now she's like trying to get rid of those men. So she has nothing else to do but make fun of Edith again for, I guess, suffering a loss.
0: As I was watching this past season, I uh, uh, tried to write down rules of Downton. Mm -hmm. Just things that have become tried and true about this show. Rule number one, don't love or even like anyone. <laughs> they will die. Or their contract will expire,
1: but yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, within the the, the the character realm of this world.
1: Oh, yeah, no, they will die. Yeah, uh,
0: except no real big deaths this season except for one.
1: Right. The biggest of all. And, like, as I was saying, <laughs> halfway through the season – I'm talking to you and I'm just like, how is this dog still alive? Yeah, when you said that you to just, me. And then you just texted me back just like a, an extended ellipses and my heart shattered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I mean, Isis was not a puppy in 1912 and now it's 1924 and I'm like, okay, TikTok, big girl.
0: Yeah. Uh, Was, I, I don't know if this is true, but like, The same way how, you know, because of the terror group ISIS, like the show Archer (laughs) is, you know, got rid of that aspect of the show, which was kind of convenient the way they positioned themselves anyway. But like, was ISIS a thing before they were writing season five of of Downton to which it's like, all right, well, we need to write this dog off the show. (laughs) And it makes sense because this dog is old as fuck. (laughs)
1: Um, well, I mean, I guess they probably would have had to start writing season five sometime in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably just being a thing, but I don't know if it would have risen to the magnitude of having to write a dog off a show.
0: But that was like the big death of this year for us. No, a- I
1: know that was that. That was the
0: that was the heartbreaker.
1: Which was when, oh, when they carried
0: her into the bed. Yeah, that was rough.
1: Oh god. No pun intended. Oh god! And right before we started shooting this, I got a phone call and I looked up the number because I never answer phone calls. I don't recognize the number too, and it was for like a wheat and terrier rescue that I've signed up for. So god. they're trying to give me a dog. Now that's all I can think about. <laughs> Like like fifteen years down the road, I'm gonna have to carry this dog into my bed as I sob
0: uncontrollably. Oh, fuck! Uh, yeah, don't don't get pets, people. It's only gonna end badly. Uh, unless never, it's like a tortoise end. or a macaw.
1: They never die. They're like yeah.
0: Goonies. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Or yeah, just you know, just don't uh,
1: teach your parrot to say die, ado- and then it'll never say die.
0: Adopt a Goonie. <laughs> uh.
1: No, we all. Nobody else wants Corey Feldman. <laughs> Very he's, true. De- he's definitely sitting in the Humane Society somewhere with a choke collar.
0: He is available for adoption. And, uh, oh, God, yeah. But that was kind of refreshing, though, that there wasn't, like, a big, tragic, you know, gut-wrenching death. They were they were really playing on those a lot recently, too. Like, was it season four that... Uh, everyone died? Yeah, well, like, everyone died, but, like, everyone died after, like, you know, there's a kid. You're one of you's gonna fucking die. Here's another kid. One of you guys is gonna fucking die.
1: Well, no, I, I mean technically it kind of happened in the sense that Edith had a kid and then her and then her lover died. But or like, I guess that happened a while ago. But just they confirmed a lot of single parenthood.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean that did t- like technically happen last season, but the the dealing with it came this season. Even though like everyone else had already dealt with it. So when the news finally came, everyone's like, yeah, we know. And she's like, but he did. But he's dead. It's like, shut. Well, Mary's like, shut the fuck up. Everyone's like, Jesus, Mary. I feel like people are actually starting to appreciate
1: a little more that Mary's just a
0: huge bitch. Yeah, like.
1: Like, She really is.
0: Like, quit fucking with these dudes. Like, just, you're being really, you're sending a lot of mixed messages, homie.
1: Well, I mean she runs an estate now. It's not like she doesn't have a hobby. Right. Prior to prior to actually having a trade, maybe she well, she probably had nothing better to do, but now her mind is occupied. No reason to carve out niche niches in your brain for this nonsense, Mary. Get with it.
0: <laughs> Get your shit together, girl. Um,
1: oh, also, um Jews are the new black people.
0: Uh is Jewish is the new black. I was going to say, is that going to be on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, I liked that storyline, actually. Yeah. Uh, not just the, the surface level. Uh, ooh, she's interested in an exotic Jew. But... <laughs> which, I think Jews are still exotic in England. Uh, yeah,
1: it's just it's just a different brand of pasty whiteness.
0: <laughs> uh, but I do like... I liked everything after that with the mom trying to frame the, the the husband on, you know, his bachelor party and all that stuff and just yeah. how that all shook out. I really dug that I, I, like that was that felt like vintage Downton to me.
1: Yeah. And the one thing I've always appreciated about Rose in I mean, to a certain degree, she was like kind of just like a more sophisticated cousin Oliver. Just, like, the the younger one just trying to shake everything up. But I've always, like, had a a fondness for her. And I just thought she handled the whole situation with, like, a lot of grace.
0: More so than she ever would have. I think she kind of matured probably, like, much more than she was probably on track to. Right. Um, But also, she was also, like, clear replacement for um, youngest daughter.
1: Yeah, exactly. I forget her name. Sybil.
0: Sybil. Yeah. Sybil Light, Sybil Wild, yeah, she's like she's uh Sybil uh, Code Red.
1: Sybil sponsored by Red Bull. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rose gives you wings. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, um, kind of alluded to the the whole Edith thing, and and it sort of continuing a storyline that happened in the previous season. Uh. And it didn't really provide too much context around it. One storyline that completely fucked me up because they really didn't provide much context around it at all. Like they didn't give like one brief exposition, expositional scene of like, <laughs> oh yeah, don't you remember how you know? Overall, just sub subtext. Right. Do you don't you remember how this one guy came and he was a dick and then Anna killed him or something like that? What I don't even remember. Like, oh, the whole yeah. season, the Bates, uh, Mr. Bates, and Anna, and and. Who killed some dude? I don't even remember.
1: It was uh, yeah, you know, Lord Gillingham's valet.
0: Don't even valet. remember him.
1: Well, I think. Can, like, I think can they you refresh my memory? On the assumption that it was uh, a big shocking thing to have someone rape Anna in the pantry, that they would need to explain it. But a lot of time has gone by. A so a lot of
0: time has gone by.
1: Yeah, it would have benefited from a little exposition. But a little I mean, bit.
0: yeah, they kind of put all their.
1: Chips in that pot, but I, I don't know. I never found it that shocking. It was just a little more of a. I mean, honestly, that was probably more of a a sharp jump than anything else because it just set like the only purpose of that was just to set Bates up again. Yeah. Well, and then
0: you had that uh, that parallel scene, the 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 great uh, switcheroo of Bates going to visit anna in the prison prison. yeah and you know i'm pretty sure they just copy and pasted like that scene
1: they just superimpose their heads on each other's bodies
0: yeah essentially um but yeah i was like oh okay uh i uh, when are you when are you gonna get and then there was the whole ticket thing and it was just all based on assumption it's like i don't i kind of remember a ticket i don't remember this is so long ago
1: as a budding legal professional, I was incredibly annoyed with this entire process. <laughs> Nothing what? made sense. Everything was circumstantial. They, but Scotland Yard would not have met their burden of proof. Everything's in an anarchy. I don't know what a court of exchequer is. I don't even know if they brought it up, but that's the only British thing I know.
0: Would this have been the early 20th century serial? Yes. <laughs> uh, I. Oh, man. That...
1: Can you imagine Bates just walking into a Best Buy?
0: <laughs> a Best so, Acquirer. Like, yeah,
1: like a current Best Buy, not like a 1920s Best Buy. Like Bates walking into that like anachronistic like shock.
0: Well, that's another uh uh great play in the the, the show. But I would I would love to see Lord Grantham walk in there. Cause every oh. time someone introduces new technology, it's the same Sort of, uh, uh, just kind of, a, a wave he rides. I yeah. think I get down there a little bit later in my rules. Um, hold on. Yeah. Rule number seven. New technology will be deemed as a fad until tried once and proved as awesome. <laughs> like radio. Yeah. Yeah. This year was the, the and radio telephones. and the phonograph. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. You have electricity once. Is that the, like the first season? Cars yeah it's like it's an awesome thing to play with they actually do it like a little bit in the nick which is a great show i don't know if you've seen any of it no, I, I doubt think- you have because no one has nope uh but it's worth just to watch clive owen shoot cocaine into his toes uh, but yeah they play it like on it a little bit but it's also clive owen and soderberg like playing on that so it's also fucking amazing
1: yeah
0: um but yeah uh it's also another uh, just as far of a, of a production aspect. It always bugged me until this year. I just uh, pre- I just embraced it. The harsh edits and like uh, of like score crescendoing and, and then, then just, it just cuts. Bah. New it's, scene. Wh- like when you're watching now. it
1: with like zero, you know, like so I'm streaming it from like Project Free TV and yeah, it's just the most egregiously
0: aggressive cuts to commercial. Yeah, they were always so jarring, but like <laughs> now it's just like every time it happens I like kind of fist pump a little bit. <laughs> it's uh, just like a period at the end of a
1: at the end of a scene. And they'll always they'll always add a crescendo even to the most like subdued yeah
0: scene. Well, it's not even like a period. It's it's how in any sort of like script when a character has their dialogue and then they get cut off and there's that just like hyphen. Yeah. Like it's it's a hyphen of a character getting cut off. Uh, rule number two of Downton. Don't whisper. Anything you have to whisper, just yell, because it's gonna be known anyway. <laughs> just, just scream it at the top of your lungs.
1: Just tattoo it on your chest because Thomas will hear it anyway. <laughs> I actually want in the last season for them to like have like a huge jump cut in time, like and just like have the technology to bug a room. Yeah. So that Thomas is not only elderly, but is still, but now can bug the rooms of his
0: employers. Thomas actually founded the NSA.
1: (laughs) I would just pay lots of good money for an epilogue (laughs) of just an elderly Thomas just still doing this. That
0: would be fun, actually.
1: Next year's Tech Santa. (laughs) Yes. Can we write, I'll write in a suggestion. Uh,
0: Rule number three, go ahead and have a kid. You won't have to do anything. Do they hug their children more than once a day? I think if there was an average uh, hugging stat, it would be like 0.7.
1: I mean, I mean, Tom by far gets like the MVP because he took his daughter to that, you know, bridge. It's It's more than Mary could ever say. I mean, he didn't throw her in. So
0: father of the year, take her to a bridge uh yeah yeah it's it, 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 it must be so easy to be a parent uh if you are part of the estate at downton it's amazing you can have kids without consequence it's beautiful
1: oh it's amazing and i mean you never really get the room to grow to resent your parents until much later in life yeah So you exactly. actually get to like enjoy a little more a little more love because the novelty is still there
0: <laughs> i just love it man it's like every every like episode and a half a nanny comes in just toting three kids and it's like oh yeah that's right these people have children
1: <laughs> but also you just like w- whenever they have like sh- wide shots of like cars driving away from the front of downton the the yard is just filled with servants you've never seen
0: yes also You're true just, like
1: and they-, they complain so much about cutting back so you think that the only people left are like Bates, anna you know
0: yeah is the skeleton footmen. crew that we know
1: Yeah, like everyone who's downstairs and it's just like, what the hell are all those maids and wet nurses doing in the meantime? Where do they eat? What do they do? Do they feed them?
0: Rule number four. And this is an obvious one. A moralistic one. One that probably spans all forms of literature. The truth shall set you free and like any time it, 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 it's just with this show it's so like automatic though yeah. that it just stands out so so sorely cuz i mean any any like sitcom you know most your your most formulaic of sitcoms every every episode is usually based around a lie or something like that
1: right yeah
0: but in this show more than i feel like any other show the second a character just fesses up to whatever it is immediately all good. And the yeah. person that they thought would have a cow over it is like
1: Everyone approves. Yeah, it's
0: like, oh You had
1: kid out of wedlock, you went to Switzerland to have your kid, and then you gave your kid to a farmer? T- oh, eat it. Yeah. Oh, yes, silly
0: goose. <laughs> Yo, you should have just told me.
1: God. It's Lord Grantham was literally just like, oh, well, Quacky Edith at it again not a problem
0: yeah yeah <laughs> oh Edith
1: meanwhile uh, I mean like everyone there's like a, there's like a Charlotte's web of lies with every single character and the minute they tell the truth someone just takes a broom and swats down the web and it's all good
0: season 6 of uh, like season 6 Christmas special Downton Abbey Edith has to meet the love of her life he has to be named Archie and he has to call her a dingbat <laughs> and this whole
1: thing was just a prequel
0: yes 100 <laughs> percent. and then uh, uh a deus ex machina of uh, uh lord norman lear coming down and absolving everyone of any troubles they might have
1: wow yeah <laughs> i'd buy into it
0: <laughs> that'd just be the best thing for me anyway that would be just for me mary um, just gets
1: struck by lightning <laughs> paying for all the seriously, Mary. Act,
0: brought. You're a mother. Act like it. <laughs> she's uh, just
1: not like her child. No. Like, I get the severe impression that, and I mean, maybe part of it, it, it reminds her of Matt. But her, like,
0: yeah, but, and if they just touch on that, like, alright, fine. And, it, you, it, it, it would humanize
1: her for fuck's yeah, sake.
0: Yeah, it would justify her behavior. Number uh, five. If you're of noble blood, don't sweat it. Shit's gonna work out. Don't worry, it's all fun. Yeah, it's all good, baby, baby. Uh, and that kind of goes back to, like, just the truth will set you free. It's like, yeah, 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 just, just tell the truth. If you're noble, you'll be fine.
1: Oh, also, uh, Baxter.
0: Baxter, 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 Sto- Baxter, Baxter, Baxter.
1: Stole a bunch of shit? Nah, it's all good. You promise not to steal shit again? Yup. Uh- <laughs> righty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like her, I like her, though. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good, a good point. Yeah. Uh, number six. Don't ever go to London. Nothing good ever happens in London.
1: I can attest to that. I've been to London.
0: <laughs> and nothing no, good ever happens no good game in. London. Came of that. <laughs> Seriously, like, if no one ever went to London, at least like switch it up, make it different towns or whatever. If no one ever went to London, half the problems on the show wouldn't exist.
1: No, just stick around York. It seems you could buy everything there. Every time they have to go buy something, they go to York. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing you need in London. The only things that happen in London are getting married, which are usually disasters or getting, well, whatever Rose's coming out party is. What was that?
0: I have no idea.
1: It was just like they acknowledged she was a lady and she like curtsied in front of the queen and moved it a, on.
0: It was a Brit mitzvah. There you go. <laughs> Fucking copyright, dog. Uh, seven new technology, yada yada yada. Rule number eight, my final rule. Barrow is fireproof.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you was like Jack be nimble, J- Jack be quick, except jumping over a candlestick. He jumped over like a huge open flame. <laughs> Yeah, with a very limp Edith.
0: Um, oh, so there's that fire that was fun. Some other things. The Jimmy? season started out with, like a lot of property talk. Like, yeah, there's like
1: a lot of. There were a lot of details. conveyances going on.
0: Details. It, it felt like episode one of Star Wars with how much like trade talk there was. Well, this isn't why I watch this show.
1: No. But boy, do I know a lot about, like, farming now. Like, now I know, like, actual strategies for, like, like sheep and, like, cattle. Like, free reign.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alright. Who was your MVP of the season? Because I have mine. I want to know who yours is.
1: Uh, let's see.
0: And if it's not the same as mine, I'll be disappointed.
1: I mean... Honestly, I kind of feel like Violet came through a lot. I mean, she got she got a pick of of suitors and she got or no, not Violet, I'm sorry. Um Isabel? Isabel. She yeah. she got her pick of her suitors and she just stuck it to Violet. In a yeah. way that she didn't necessarily intend to, but she just like knocked her down a few pegs. Yeah. I think she's just so often kind of overlooked ever since like Matthew passed away and she's kind of been a
0: more tertiary character. Yeah, just kind of on like the the outskirts.
1: Yeah, but I kind of want I want to throw her a bone. I'm going to say Isabel for getting like opportunities to bone and for and, and for taking it to Dowager Dowager Countess.
0: Yeah, I, uh, uh, my sort of list goes as I have I have I have Violet as third team all Downton mm-hmm. uh, for getting at that Russian booty. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I have Isabel second team all Downton. Uh, you know, trying to find love and dealing with those like shitty potential son-in-laws or, or uh, uh, step kids like like, man, those guys should really be the antagonists of the show. Fuck right. They,
1: they they went to the Mary school of like tact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and on the flip side of that, uh, still just as little tact, but like probably for, for better reasons. Was that school teacher chick?
1: Uh, bunting.
0: Bunting. Yeah. It's was like, oh, man, a little spitfire. But quit being, a, you know, like you're a guest. Chill out. Just calm down. Yeah. Stop going there if you don't want to be there.
1: No. She was like Sybil with none of the common sense.
0: Yeah. Or charm. Yeah. Uh, My MVP of Downton Abbey Season 5. Sprat, Sprat, Sprat. Sprat.
1: I miss Spratt. Oh, God. Okay. Well, okay. I want to give Isabel my, like, substantive MVP, but Spratt gets my...
0: Offensive player of the year?
1: My offensive player, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Spratt, no, Spratt gets, like, breakout star. Like, the MTV Awards, breakout star, Spratt, Spratt, Spratt.
0: (laughs) Just talk about, like... Uh, uh, like a high shooting percentage of of you know. Grant, he was he's the sixth man of the year. He's coming off the bench, but he's a heat check guy. Every time he's coming in, he's gonna rain down threes at, with you know eye rolls and and flusteredness looks. Ah, oh, just crushed.
1: Oh, oh God, Sprat! What a man! What a man! What a mighty good man! Like hiding things. He is everything that Downton Abbey is and should be and will be remembered evermore.
0: Spratt was holding the Downton torch this year.
1: Oh. Uh, God. No, he, was the, he is the spirit animal of Downton.
0: Like, this show, season five, was a lot less dramatic than prior seasons, in my opinion. Totally worth it to watch for Spratt. Uh, uh, somewhat comic relief. A lot of comic relief. Mostly but, comic relief, mostly comic relief, but also like a great commentary on just you know not wanting shit to change more so. And 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 well,
1: he's sort of taking over that role from
0: um, the butler. God, what I know who you're talking about—the guy who does the hair stuff. I'm forgetting his name as well, dude. Mrs.
1: Hughes booty call.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Mrs. Hughes. There's too many characters
1: in this in this show. (sighs) Yeah, I
0: know. Um, You're talking about uh, 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 Carson. Carson. I thought you were talking about the other guy, the footman.
1: Oh no, 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 no! Carson, Carson was always like the bastion of of antiquity.
0: Yeah, although we're seeing big old softy Carson this year.
1: Oh, you gotta love softy Carson.
0: Yeah, with his feelings and his. Feelings.
1: Oh, uh, remember when they had that touching moment in the in the ocean at the beach? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was great. All right, so watch this show solely for Sprat. spratt who is your LVP this season? What? Least valuable performer. Oh, dude,
1: Jimmy, you were you had to run. You're really good looking, but yet yet you you had to go and like try to sleep with that old biddy. And then you almost caught fire. And then you
0: got fired.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not doing so. <laughs> not doing so hot,
0: honey. This might be a hot take. My LVP for this season of Downton for season five. Fucking Cora.
1: Yeah. With her like flirting and her.
0: She was in Lori of the Walking Dead territory for me.
1: Ooh, that yeah, it's pretty bad. But I can't disagree with you.
0: Yeah, it was. It was every time. It was a, a shitty storyline, and just eye rolling. And it was. She also. I don't like her face. She has yes. crazy face. It's she, very. It's very severe. She has blank behind the eyes. And 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 early onset Joker smile. Ugh. Yikes! It's just not a good look. Uh, no. I don't think she's, she's, there's a little bit too much lip makeup happening. I think it's getting, it's getting, it's getting a little concerning. I think, um, just the vacant stares and, and, and not blinking. She doesn't fucking blink.
1: She never blinks.
0: Which is, I think that's what it is. I think that's no. really she has putting me frog off. those broad
1: eyelids that like, they, she blinks, but
0: they're clear. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh God, it's creepy. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's that. Was there anything else uh, you wanted to talk about for Downton? Anything oh, else? Oh,
1: I'm just, like, going through our text, looking for that, like, line of Spratt jokes.
0: Oh, God. Just because they were so good. We went off on, like, an At Midnight worthy, like, just, just. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Spew? No. A stream? No. A st- uh, stream? A
1: st-
0: sure. A stream of just.
1: Oh, I found. I found. Puns. How is ISIS the dog still alive? And the extended ellipses. Yeah. Oh, uh, that hurts. <laughs> There's a weird part of me excited to see Hugh Bonneville ugly cry. <laughs> he didn't. He kind of. He took it with a stiff upper
0: lip. He, well, yeah. I mean, that's that generation, you know. Oh wait, I think this went on for multiple days. It did. I'll, I guarantee you it did. Oh, no.
1: Yeah. What did?
0: What have we done?
1: <laughs> oh, Oh God. Okay, done? I found it. All right. All about that Sprat life. Sprat-a-tat. Sprat-a-tat-tat. Sprat-chance. Sprat stalls. Grumpy Sprat. Keyboard Sprat. The internet is made of Sprats. Sprats of Instagram. Sprat dog. na 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 Sprat man. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly Peanut butter with a baseball Sprat. Uh, Some of these get very committed You tapped out around Spratatui But then we picked it up a day later Second wind Yeah Um, Ah you said Isis had died of Spratural causes
0: (laughs) God damn it
1: Uh, I said I guess we're gonna Continue this joke field Sprat and mouse game Uh, I never should have started this up again I'm begging you I'm coming to you Sprat in hand Begging you to stop all right, all right, but don't let this be the end of your joke-telling days. When the horse bucks you off, get right back in the spraddle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then you sprat on your balls. I said that must have spraddled you. You said anyone else would have sprat, your, sprat their pants. Um, oh, I mentioned uh, the hit song Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Poppin' and Spratties. And then we ended on Daniel Benoit to Chris Benoit. Braddy don't.
0: Oh, no. That also technically breaks the rule of the podcast, but I will let that slide. Uh,
1: It was subtle. Is that really a rule?
0: uh, No wrestling talk (laughs) on on Blank Slate. Uh, Well,
1: I will point out that that was your joke, so.
0: (laughs) Touche. Well, I think that officially kills any Downton talk that we might have. Oh, no. Uh, If you have time, uh, I would love to talk some uh House of Cards with you.
1: Yeah, okay. So, uh I got a little time. So, I am two episodes short of the finale. Okay. So, almost there. What so, you, uh, Jackie has just uh Benedict Arnold and announced support for Heather Dunbar. Mhm. So, that's where we at.
0: Well, uh, the season just came out this past Friday. I am a garbage person and watched it all in one day. And...
1: Ask me, is it bad that I feel like a garbage person because I haven't watched it
0: all in one day? Like, that's my point of reference for what constitutes a garbage person. No, no, no. no because you have obligations and things that constitute you stopping to do that and do other things. Eh. Uh, but, yeah. Um how how do you feel about i mean you're practically done with the season yeah uh, how do you feel about this season uh alone and then compared to prior previous seasons
1: um at where i am right now i'd say it's better than season 2 but season 1 sort of just stands alone mm-hmm. as just like a model for what the show is and what it should be and i don't know i don't think they'll ever get back to how good Season 1 was and I'm I'm still trying to determine whether that's because it was so new and fresh and interesting or whether they really just sort of like a little lost sight of what they were going for but um I definitely think it was an improvement. Season 2 for me was way too weird, way too out there. Season um, 2
0: was a a a kooky corporate cyber thriller.
1: It was like a fever dream. Yeah. I feel like I've had like a dream exactly like that, like after getting like like really fucked up in Dupont
0: Circle, <laughs> and
1: uh, then like passed out in my like DC hotel, and like that's what I drunk. So season
0: one was special. It was it was a legitimate prestige show. It had weight and brass behind it of like David Fincher and Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, the second season was just ridiculous and out there and, and almost laughable. Yeah. Uh, this season felt like too much of an overcourse correction. Uh, yeah. To the point where it just sort of felt flat. And there
1: was, there was there were very few big spikes and most of the most of the twists and turns that kept the season going were easily anticipated. I mean, there's no reason to think that Jackie would have followed through in her deal to support him. There's no reason to think that Hurricane would have actually hit once he signed the bill. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: I, I I also just feel that it the Underwoods are bordering on decent people this season. Claire for certain. Yeah.
1: Like Claire has a hundred percent like her heart grew three sizes.
0: And and all the things that were designed in the show this season to feel like, oh, these are the underwoods up to their deplorable things again. It's like, n- n- no, they- they've yeah. killed people. They've done horrible things. And if you want to up the stakes of this show, it's like them that them doing that as 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 president and first lady, that's a show that's interesting and different. This just yeah. felt like toothless West Wing. Yeah. It felt like West Wing not picking a side. It was like well, West Wing is Frank like, oh, is- they're all do-gooders and everything. And, well, and-
1: Frank is still much of that person to a degree. I mean, he... No, there's really still not. i mean granted i'm still two episodes behind but like something tells me he doesn't kill stamper in the way that he like killed russo because that would be a, i don't i mean i don't know i'm just like speculating here but just to get him out of the way i don't i don't know if that'll happen but claire never really got her hands as dirty in the previous seasons like she never yeah. murdered
0: per se no no, no no but she was shitty
1: she was, oh no like, she was shitty but there was like at least like some room for her to kind of Find a conscience, but I just hate that that is like s- forming a wedge between them
0: I don't know there were there were moments in the previous two seasons where Claire was much more terrifying to me than than Frank was
1: yeah, uh I agree, especially in season two, which was kind of the one saving grace is that I love evil Claire
0: but the same way that claire her heart grew three sizes that this season uh Frank also uh almost did that as well you not to me in a text uh how that one just it was justice roberts or <laughs> what was his name
1: oh the the, the fake justice
0: the f- yeah yeah the fake yeah justice. i think
1: it was like jones yeah whatever
0: uh like almost heard frank's inner monologue in that one scene yeah i think that was because his inner monologue wasn't something terrible i think that was because his conscience was starting to come through and the huh. minute he's not Saying something deplorable or, you know, evil intentions to the camera, like, it starts to to bleed through from fourth wall to, to back to third. I, I, I thought that was a very fascinating blip in the show. It was a really interesting
1: blip, but at the same time, I'm not sure if it was necessarily he wasn't saying something deplorable or whether he was, like, threatening to leak it himself. So... I mean, it really just depends on how you interpret that exchange. Like, but also... he still has an ulterior motive in having him retire, but would, have he, would he have leaked the information himself? Right, but it was also, like, laced
0: in good intentions as well. Kind of. And I, I think...
1: mean, my, my thought was just, like, okay, this guy has Alzheimer's, which, I mean, this is, like, a completely far-out weird thing. Like, yours makes more sense contextually. But mine was, okay, so this guy has Alzheimer's, so he's losing his perception in the traditional sense of the word, but maybe
0: he's, like, more intuitive. He's, he's, like, in tune with another plane of existence. And that plane is us.
1: That's why, yeah. Like, like, like it was the very-
0: second full-on Alzheimer's kicks in, like, he can look at us and just be like, whoa, who are these people? Yes. <laughs> I like that, that was that my first so thought. I was like, more. why
1: is he, like, able to perceive Frank's, like, <laughs> <in a bottle?
0: laughs> That's so much more fun than mine.
1: I know, I like it. Not for the integrity of the show, but just, like, I would like to know that if I was ever unfortunately stricken with Alzheimer's, I could read minds.
0: Like, all of a sudden, that judge is full on Alzheimer's, but he can, like, step through the screen, and he's in just this white space, and it's one of those Bugs Bunny things where, like, a hand comes down and draws Marvin the Martian, and then they chase each other through the white space, and then the eraser comes down.
1: Yeah, basically the uh, video for Take on Me. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, man.
1: Uh, Justice Jones... A member of the Ahas. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this season just again just was sort of like very flat and toothless to me. Um,
1: Yeah. I mean, I I do kind of appreciate that it's like trying to be a little less absurd. Um, I still don't get the point of Gavin for Rachel thing. and it's not I was really hoping she would just be dead I like that actor just be dead
0: I would have rather yeah she just be dead and and we just move on but I do like that actor Uh, I liked the scenes he was in as unnecessary as they kind of were yeah to the main story yeah Uh, just like
1: his relationship with Lisa was very
0: yeah again like good scenes just in a bubble yeah and and, you and a know, different show good performances, yeah, in a different show, so I enjoyed that i like like I said, I like that actor, but just not in line with what the story was, yeah, uh, man, I don't know, I hope it
1: hope they figure out what to do with that,
0: yeah, it's just, and also like the last two seasons also just up the stakes so much and this season just not, not so much. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, I keep saying it's just like toothless. And essentially it's a, a, a West wing, but not picking a direction of like, you're either going to be like full on do-gooder. And that'd be an interesting story to tell as well. These people that do just these deplorable things that, you know, for a reason of like getting to this point to do the ultimate good right which could be amworks but you know it's not about the jobs for him it's about leaving a legacy right uh and or
1: i don't know he showed he showed some signs of like you know like with the whole freddy thing which i mentioned before i would have preferred that they just leave the freddy reference at showing him in line at amworks just to show what happened to his character in a very like powerful contextual way mm-hmm. but then they sort of just kind of you know, kind of like a little like heavy-handed. Had hit, had that scene with his like grandson or nephew, yeah. and I mean, it was good. It was emotional, but it was affecting, but not necessarily necessary. And again,
0: I love Reggie Kathy. Uh, 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 he the, the actor that plays Freddie. Oh yeah, no, it's not uh, you novel. know, I will never begrudge seeing him on my screen. Yeah. Uh, he was great in the series Lights Out that we talked about on Picked Up. Um, but yeah. It would have just been a, 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 and, and again, like, again, like I love that actor, but that whole storyline of in season two with Freddie and his son and all that just way off base from what the show should be. Yeah. But.
1: uh, I mean, I do wish that Freddie's ribs was still a thing and he still went there, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all in all, I felt like, yeah, this season was just a, 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 an over course correction an overcompensation yeah. of from the craziness that it was last season.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would prefer it to another continuation of it, but yeah, it's, it's still, you can't help but be like a little let down.
0: Do you have uh so far, do you have any, uh, who's your, who's your LVP of this season? Least valuable performer.
1: Um, I mean, what's that journalism girl like, Ayla? Like, what happened to her? Like, where the fuck is she? She just, like, let herself get fired, and now she's just, like, doing what exactly?
0: (laughs) It's good. Yeah, she's covering, like, Little League in D.C. What the fuck is she doing? Idiot. That that was really weird. That was, like...
1: Really and I actually, when I brought it up to you via text, that I was like, did this
0: chick just come out of nowhere? She just fell out of nowhere and then fell back I into up, nowhere.
1: she was in the second season, but I literally just didn't give a shit enough about right. her to
0: remember. They, uh, two things, like the two characters, they just completely dropped halfway through the season was her. And at least they, like, gave her a reason in a scene where they wrote her off. Right. But then the, uh, the Republican uh, leader
1: mendoza Men- got like the least ceremonial farewell yeah,
0: they're just going to rooms like oh, i'm gonna meet with the the democratic and republican leadership they oh do yeah me mendoza. Got an awful
1: lot this season where they do not acknowledge major things happening like claire's un resolution <laughs> passing it yes. just happens off screen
0: yeah a uh,
1: recess appointment like so many things that are major like just like happen and they give them a passing reference at best
0: yeah that was weird so so first reporter lady is your uh first LV. Yeah, my LVP hands down with a bullet is Tom the 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 novelist.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm waiting. I mean, granted, again, to, still two two episodes short. I'm like waiting for him to do something.
0: Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Damn it!
1: Uh, I was like really hoping something good was gonna come of that. Like I was hoping he was just
0: a slow burn. Uh, man, he's also just such a distractingly horrible actor. Yeah, that too. You can't put someone that bad in a one-on-one scene with Kevin Spacey. And, and expect, have it not be just like readily apparent
1: that he doesn't belong
0: there. Like, I'm sure the hope was, oh, he'll he'll rise to the occasion. He'll rise to the level. Nope. So, oh no, he's drowning. He is he's drowning hard. <laughs> it, he is so fucking bad. And so distractingly bad, i
1: mean there's a few there's a few acting passes that just like leave a lot to be desired in the
0: show, yeah, there's like, a couple like who else? um
1: I'm
0: trying to think um I normally liked Remy, didn't like him this season
1: I'm not yeah, I was not a fan of Remy, he just they didn't give him a whole lot to do except just like lobby on behalf of Jackie. Yeah. And I miss Remy having his own agenda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They,
1: he was just, I mean like for a while he was just sort of like Frank's lackey and now he's Jackie's lackey.
0: <laughs> Jackie's lackey. Jackie's
1: lackey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I don't know. I guess I'm just not as huge a fan of Jackie as an actress. I mean, she's good. I liked her in the debate. Yeah. Uh, the
0: debate lot. scene was really good I yeah. liked that a lot who would be your MVP of this season so far
1: let's see um,
0: and there's nothing wrong with going with Spacey or Wright
1: the thing is though I don't think so because they're struggling real hard
0: um, well, as performers, though, I mean, I, I don't know. I I thought the performances were still good. Oh, no, they're
1: still great. I mean, are we doing, like, MVP, like, character development and, like, character success or MVP, like?
0: Who are you act- most excited to see on screen every time?
1: Oh, always Robin Wright. It's just never yeah. not Robin Wright. Yeah. Like, she just absolutely thrills me. I agree. On every front. Like, every everything that she does, like, down to, like, why was she frying eggs after, like, crying? Well, Who knows? Don't care.
0: I think that I think that was pretty obvious.
1: Just got to break a few eggs and shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That but was still, a little like, that was a little mm-hmm. uh,
1: Fine, you got to break a few eggs, but still like Yeah, I don't I don't even care why she does the thing she does. I just watch it. Oh, also, actually All right, you know what? I, I'll give her MVP pretty easily only because she literally just like Fucked her husband to make him stop crying. <laughs> like, he was just a dam, like like a leaking dam, yeah. and she was like a little Dutch boy and just put her finger there. <laughs> and was like, you stop that now.
0: Uh, Was that your favorite Claire power move, or was it the other one you texted me yesterday?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I definitely... B- before I'm actually officially out of office as student government president at my law school, I will politic from a toilet. I will invite a man into the women's room and I will yell at him, and I will do something powerful while pissing with the door open. <laughs> before I leave, and that is the mark I will leave on at the University of Miami.: You
0: hear that, UM?: <laughs> You're ready. <laughs>
1: Get ready for me. <laughs> and I've got a few people who need a, who, who need a piece of my mind. And the dulcet sounds of...
0: Of a stream.
1: Of a stream. Of indignation.
0: Make sure you eat plenty of asparagus that day.
2: Oh, God, no. <laughs>
0: uh, did you have any like favorite moments? Was that like your favorite?
2: <laughs> Honestly,
1: that might have been my favorite moment nothing not awesome about that, especially because he was so hesitant to go in there and her aide was just like, no, 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 she's just putting on her makeup. Yeah. And then she just toys with him because he had, like, previously enunciated in, you know, not so subtle terms that she was pretty much only as useful as good as she looked. Yeah. And then she's just, like, asking him to check her makeup and he's just like, well, of course you always look smashing. (laughs) I don't know why I made him Nigel Thornberry, but
0: but he yeah, always look th- smashing. That, that was a horrible smashing. Tim Curry. I can't do a Tim Curry. Turns out,
1: uh, he's kind of hard to do. But just smashing, and then she'd peed and open the door. Wasn't even just talking through the stall. Just straight up opened the door and made eye contact.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I did. I really liked all the one on one scenes with uh, Underwood and the uh, and Petrov, the Russian president or prime yeah. minister. You mean? Uh, who? Just for the tension of that, they never really delivered on. Uh, but I really just wanted a fist fight between those yeah. two. Yeah. Um, I also really liked the dinner scene where he just keeps making everyone take shot take after shot. Shots. Of vodka. Yeah,
1: that was also a really
0: good scene. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar vodka, made with like solid gold, yeah. solid gold bottle. Uh, and you, Pussy Riot. Yeah, Pussy Riot. I don't know who that, they those, are. Those
1: ending credits were awesome.
0: But that was a, a great ending credit. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you'd like to point out?
1: Uh, where did they find a guy who looked that much like Putin? <laughs> did they just have a casting call for Putin lookalikes? Oh, I'm like sure. what, did, what did the what did the casting call look like for that guy?
0: I like to think that that guy is obviously not in Russia, but uh you know how like you know, whenever we have a new president, there's like the impersonator that like corporate gigs get. Yeah uh for you know as like the president like yeah. he's that guy but like on the outskirts of russia doing putin
1: <laughs> so in the burbs of russia
0: yeah at- yeah the former Br- the former soviet union
1: gotcha so like 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 the scranton of of russia is having like an office party <laughs> that's who they hire to play putin <laughs>
0: What exactly. Uh, speaking of Scranton, that makes me think of The Office, which makes me think of Parks and Rec. Do you want to talk about the Parks and Rec finale oh my last God. season? I Can have
1: like 10 minutes, but
0: yes. All right. Uh, you just want to like ball our eyes out for 10 minutes then?
1: <laughs> uh, I watched it again, too, over the weekend.
0: Did you? Yeah. The the producer's cut. Oh, where's that at? Hulu Plus. Fuck.
1: Yeah, they had, um, they had a jam aside, they had a, uh, an aside for that reporter, th- what's her name, that,
0: that- Shauna t- Molway tweep No, 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 the- Bird? No. Joan Calamezzo? No. Which
1: reporter? The, the little one who was, like, dating Chris Shager for a minute.
0: Shauna. Shauna Molway tweep yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't hear you the first time. Yeah, Shauna. Yeah. yeah, so Shauna got an aside, um, yeah. Added a couple.
0: Oh man, All I right. can
1: see why they were cut for time, but like, yeah. you know, always nice to see.
0: Did you watch the uh, after show on late night with Seth Meyers? No, I still need to watch it. Watch it. The whole thing's on uh, the late night uh, page. There's clips on YouTube, but the whole episode is is worth a watch.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, what'd you think about? It was unfortunate that the season was like stunted and then rushed through. Yeah. Um,
1: But it was still, like, one of the more satisfying epilogues I've got the pleasure of experiencing, like, with a group of characters. I mean, you just, like, know what they all were up to, and it's like they left just enough to the imagination to be fun. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I love that, you know, like, you have no idea whether Leslie or Ben is president. I mean, I guess you could, like, assume it's Leslie just based on her track record. Mm -hmm. Still, like, you don't know. And that's fun. Yeah. I mean, um, I love that Jerry's family didn't age <laughs> at all. That was the best. Oh, In, like, that was 60 great. 60 years nobody aged. <laughs> that was so great.
0: <laughs> and um,
1: also that Jerry made
0: a great mayor.
1: Yeah. He's just a friendly, happy
0: guy. How'd you feel about the season as a whole?
1: Um, I was really concerned about it going into it just because it's such a weird premise to tackle, but I thought like they had like fun, subtle references to being in the future, um but other than that, it seemed pretty cohesive I mean like it was re- it was really difficult to watch Leslie and Ron hate each other,
0: <laughs> right, but
1: that episode was so good when they it's, reconciled that it was yeah. like, all right, it was kind of worth it, yeah, pain was worth it
0: God damn it it uh, I just finished rewatching all the seasons on Netflix, and you know. Just yesterday, I watched the season six season finale, which is the, the first time jump, which, like, that could have been ended right there. Like, I felt. Oh,
1: yeah, no. And we've talked about that before, that if the series, like, had gotten canceled after that, it would have been okay.
0: It still would have been satisfying. Because you still have that that nip of knowing, like, everyone's cool, everyone's all right. Uh, <laughs> John Hamm is a baffling buffoon.
1: Uh, I kind of wish we would have seen him again.
0: So do I. So do I. I want more I of that thought, character I kind of so got bad. the impression
1: that he was going to be all throughout the season.
0: Uh, eh, that would have been nice, uh, but I'm pretty sure he had to go back to, to shooting the final season of his show. Yeah. And uh, I, of which I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I'm excited for Mad Men to wrap up so John Hamm can become the best comedic actor on the face of this earth now. Would you better? He 100% could. He's
1: hilarious. There's nothing about him that's not
0: funny. Um, but yeah, season seven, like, it just it just put the sweetest, most uh, uh, yeah, just the delicious bow, delicious bow, the 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 sweetem sponsored bow on on the that whole universe, that whole town, the whole all those characters. I I don't know if I'll ever love fictional characters more than I do those people. Um, I. I've sung Goodbye, uh, yeah, Goodbye, little Sebastian 30,000 times uh, this past week. Uh, uh, I was at
1: karaoke the other night, and someone sang Pony <laughs> by Genuine. Yes. And I got, like, feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man. Damn. It's just so, I just wish more people fucking watched it.
1: See, I, I, maybe I live in a bubble because, like, everyone I know loves that show. Right, no, no, we, everyone we, we know
0: loves that show. But the ratings were always the drizzling shits to the point where it is a it, – it's astounding. It needs to be studied how that show stayed on the air.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it's so House grateful Network that it did. the just let that happen. So grateful that it did. So, I don't know. I mean, if you haven't watched Parks and Rec – like just do yourself the best favor you ever will uh not a lot of like modern shows, not a lot of modern comedies really uh stick up uh in my like top five shows of all time, but this like might be in like my top three or two yeah um it's just so goddamn sweet yeah um, and 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 it also uh one quick. One more quick note: How everyone always shits on the first season and uh, complains about how everyone was like very mean, especially like Leslie. She was like a, a, a Michael Scott adjacent. Um, That's what they originally imagined the show, and you gotta try it, right? But also, there's a a line before Anne leaves in the sixth season uh, where, and they they flash back to like the first moment where they meet each other, and Leslie just straight up says to Anne, like, "You changed who I was as a person." And it's like holy shit! That's what the show is about, was about—was this shitty, kind of obsessed, like uh, obsessed, you know, annoying person just like being brought Change into this world as a butterfly, changing for the better uh, because of this beautiful friendship.
1: Oh God! What if what if Amy Poehler and Rashida Jones sang "For Good" from "Wicked" at each other?
0: Fuck! I'm destroyed now. I'm worthless for the rest of the day. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> Miss you too. I'm not with this.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Uh,
0: and also, it's just amazing how that show, uh, if, if anyone came into that show with a name beforehand, they were only elevated by it. And if they did not have a name going into that show, they are now household names. Oh, and if not the biggest star on the face of this earth.
1: I mean, I didn't know who Retta
0: was before, but now I do. I did actually. And I was that was one of the big selling points on me actually watching the show. Was really? like I saw her co- like a comedy central Presents, so it was like a premium blend of her. And when I saw her on the show, I'm like, Oh, fuck yeah. I love Rheta. She's
1: great. Well now I'm like now
0: I desperately need to go find other Retta things. Yeah. And and you know, what, you know, the show did for Chris Pratt is you know, speaks for itself. Um and Nick Offerman and, yeah, just all those guys. It's it's amazing. Um, <sighs> God damn, such a good show. And hopefully that also means now that that show's over, uh, Mike Shore Mike and-, and Dan Gore can, like, really put their heart and soul into Brooklyn Nine-Nine because they're the guys also behind that. Right. And I feel like that show's been good. It's never been really reaching its full potential, and I hope now that it can. But
1: now, it- yeah, now they have the time. And yeah, that. exactly.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I know you got to go. So. All right. Um, we'll go ahead and let you go. Do you have anything, uh, that you would like to plug or where people can find you or anything like that?
1: Uh, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah is S A R A I S S W E L L. And Oh God, I'm an adult. My only other social media is like LinkedIn. <laughs> Fuck. Uh,
0: and you could also find Sarah in the bathrooms at UM law school.
1: Come have a chat. <laughs>
0: Uh, as for me, you can find me at Rich Cami on Twitter, at Rich 4 on the Instagram. And uh, also be sure to follow Blank Slate on Twitter if uh, you aren't already, at Blank Slate Pod. Uh, also shoot us an email uh, with some feedback uh, about how you feel about these shows and stuff like that uh, at Blank Slate Podcast at gmail.com. And subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Leave us uh, ratings and reviews. Hit us up. I'll read them and shit. Um and yeah, it also just kind of helps promote the show and tell your friends and, and all that other good stuff. Uh so that is this episode of the Blanca Slate. Thank you very much for listening. Sarah, thank you so much for uh uh I know you're very busy. Uh thank you very much for being on the show and hey, thanks for having about me. All it's been stuff. a blast. Awesome. And so for Sarah Solano, I am Rich camalucci You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later.
2: Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing You trade your legs for angels' wings And once we've all said goodbye You take a running leap and you learn to fly Five thousand
0: This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.